Hello, welcome to the Real Deal on Steel podcast. I'm your host, Mike McGough. In this series, we will be featuring the many aspects of corrugated steel pipe and structural plate. NCSPA members from all over the country will be making guest appearances on our series, covering things from installation, design, inspection, and maintenance to the many applications and project versatility that showcase CSP's wide range of products. And you will get to hear it all directly from our friendly team of experts here at the National Corrugated Steel Pipe Association. In today's podcast, we will be talking about underground stormwater management. We have our friends Savannah and Brandon from member company True North Steel here to tell us about it. Hey, this is Savannah Ward and Brandon Sherber coming at you from True North Steel, which is located in the north central and western part of the NCSPA's footprint. I have Brandon here who is a sales engineer with True North Steel and has a lot of expertise on the topic today, which is stormwater management. So let's dive into some questions when it comes to our underground detention and retention systems. Uh, The first question that I think our listeners would love is, What is the purpose of underground stormwater management system as it relates to a detention and retention system? Great question, Savannah. There are many functions of an underground stormwater system, but regarding underground detention and retention systems, the primary purpose is to temporarily store and or treat stormwater runoff prior to a controlled release. Storing stormwater underground is more commonly utilized on sites where there's a limited footprint available as the ability to move the location of the stormwater storage underground frees up space for other activities, like a parking lot or an athletic field or a park. Underground stormwater systems allow the owner to better utilize the land they purchased, thus reducing their return on investment and providing more availability for the business, municipality, or resident. And I think that's just so neat that, you know, you could be playing soccer out on a field or parking in a parking lot and you have no idea that there's this detention or retention system underneath you that's housing stormwater. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. So you mentioned detention or retention systems. Can you explain what the difference between the two are? Absolutely. A detention system provides a means of storing or detaining stormwater for a controlled release. These systems are designed to manage the difference in the flow rates between the pre- and post-development site conditions. Larger quantities of water flow into the detention system compared to what can flow out. As a rain event takes place, this situation causes the system to fill up because only a controlled amount of water is leaving that system. Once that rain event ceases, the detention system will eventually draw down. Retention systems, though, commonly utilize the same function In addition to providing for a controlled release, these systems are also designed to retain the stormwater on the site by allowing that water to infiltrate into the subgrade soils as if that site was still a forest or a meadow instead of the newly constructed impervious surface, which could be a rooftop or a pavement. Retention systems house stormwater both in the pipes and in the stone backfill. Commonly utilized stone backfill materials typically allow for a 40% void space addition. So then what would be some of the benefits of utilizing the uh, the retention system? Well, there are many benefits to utilizing a retention system and allowing that stormwater to permeate down into the subgrade. 
To name a few, aquifers can be recharged, pollutants can be captured and removed on site, and the downstream storm sewer network are they're less hampered. Retention systems, as designed with corrugated metal pipe, utilize uniformly spaced 3 8 inch diameter perforations in the sheet steel that the pipe is made from. A typical class two perforation pattern will have approximately 3.5 square inches of open area for every square foot of sheet steel that's used to create that pipe. So I know that there are various solutions commercially available for performing the task of underground stormwater detention and retention, but can you help me understand what options have a proven track record? Yeah, you're definitely correct in saying that there are many different options available these days for detention and retention. Uh, the options come in many shapes and forms, whether that be plastic chamber systems, concrete vault systems, or round pipe options like corrugated metal pipe or HDPE. As far as having a proven track record, I'd first like to say that each type of system can serve a different function depending on the unique site considerations that are present. But the options mentioned prior are the most common in the marketplace, and they've been used and vetted out over time with a collective sense of reliability throughout the engineering community. Okay, so um, let's get to it. What about costs? Well, when looking at cost, it's important to look at the system as a whole. In addition to the material and installation costs, you need to make sure you're considering the supplementary products required with each design. For example, backfill material, access risers, adjacent manholes, or other water control structures, and also costs associated with inspection and maintenance. The material costs on smaller rise systems where vertical space is limited to less than 36 inches due to downstream storm sewer elevations or groundwater limitations is pretty negligible for the two low cost options in the marketplace, which are CMP and plastic chamber options. But that being said, plastic chamber systems, you know, those, those dog houses, they require expensive angular stone backfill material from a structural standpoint in all applications, whether that be detention or retention. And that tends to favor CMP options, especially when more vertical space is available on that site. Well, Brandon, um, I really appreciate your expertise today. And I know we have so much more to discuss on this topic. So I do look forward to diving deeper um, for our listeners. Uh, remember, if you're interested in saving money on a project, please feel free to contact one of the NCSPA's member companies. You can find us on the NCSPA's webpage on the Find a Member page. So thank you so much for listening to our episode today. I hope it was helpful, and we look forward to you joining us next time. Thanks. Thank you, Savannah. Thank you, Brandon, for all of that great information. Folks, that's going to do it for this Real Deal on Steel podcast. Please stay tuned to our channel for more to come. Thank you.